Hey guys, this is Michael, the host of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. And hey, if you have a passion for anime, sports, manga, sports entertainment, politics, sea turtles, the environment, you name it, come do it here on Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need is all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right here on your phone and or computer. If you're worried about distribution, I don't think you should. Because there's plenty of platforms that you can do this from. From Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, Sister, just to name some of them. Everything you need is right here in one place. Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get it started. Oh, by the way, Anchor is totally free. So let me tell you this. If you build it, they will come. Go ahead and download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and get your podcast started. Welcome to the WDYM Podcast. I am your host, Michael Gillespie, and this is the very first episode of WDYM. If you're listening to this for the first time or you are decided to click the picture, I want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Now, you might ask yourself, what does WDYM stand for? And it means, what do you mean? Quite frankly, what do you mean podcast? Where I ask questions or... I make you ask yourself, <laughs> Michael, what the hell do you mean by that? I'm going to divide the show into two topics. I'm like for latest events or things that are fresh in my mind. I'm going to call that what's going on. And then the second one will be the main topic of the day of the what do you mean? So with that being said, let's go ahead and get to uh, what's going on or what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? So one of the things that's going on is uh, the death of DMX, <clears throat> April 9th, I believe. Uh, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. the dog, DMX, he died. He died of a uh, catastrophic cardiac arrest, according to the hospital. And um, at dying at 50, you know, 50 seems rather young, at least as we go up there, we always say that, hey, you know, 50, 50 is kind of young, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is young for 50, for a man who's been a rapper for so long. I mean, he, I heard DMX in round... 1998 that's when the first album came out and this was after the whole Pac and Biggie thing in the mid 90s to the late 90s where we had Jay-Z, Nas, DMX, Outkast let's not forget Outkast but uh yeah uh DMX came out and the thing about DMX that makes him so makes him what who he was was that there was no other style like DMX. DMX had such a unique way of rapping. First his rap was was banging First off, secondly, like there was no other rapper doing the quite messes like he did. He, you know, he struggled with everything from addiction to God to Satan and all the stuff that comes <laughs> comes with DMX. And um, it's sad. It's sad to see that someone, someone like X going out the way he did. I mean, I understand that the man was in pain based on his music and his lyrics. He's been paying for so long and to finally go out this way. It's a little disheartening to to think that. But I mean I mean the thing the, the footprint that DMX left is is remarkable. And uh as a fan of DMX is, you know, I bought all his albums and probably after the fifth album it kinda of fell off. But you know, 
It is what it is. That's what happened with hip hop. You know, sometimes they keep repeating themselves. Either way, DMX is one of the iconic figures of hip hop and he surely would be missed. But the thing that, you know, about X, about DMX is that he was still making music up to uh, August 19. I mean, he just made a song with the locks. It's called Bout. Shh. You know what that means. Uh, I'm going to play a sample of it. So. Now you can't tell me that does not sound good. And and you know, just it's just sad to see that happened to such a to you know a person that has brought so much to people and all that stuff and i mean we all can speculate what happened you know as far as you know what happened with him so if it was drug related you know let's hope not let's if it was because i heard some rumors are saying hey he got the covid vaccine a couple days later he died i mean we don't know we don't know and i don't think an autopsy been out as of me recording this but it's still God bless him. You know, hope he's finally at peace. Well, I'm pretty sure we all are at that point. But you know, give, let's give a shout out to DMX, man. <laughs> on to the second. What's going on is uh, basically someone at my work that is bothering the H E double hockey sticks out of me. Uh, many of you probably don't know or do know that I work at a uh, retirement home. And when I first applied for the job, I thought this would be, you know, easy. This would be easy working at a retirement home because in retirement home, they ain't, you know, they're going to eat the same stuff and dietary, you know, things like that. To my surprise, it's been very crazy to say the least. And I, and when you work for, like, you work for old people, like, yeah, this ain't going to be nothing. That's a lie. That is a bold-faced lie. I should have asked for more money when this came, this situation came out because these people are crazy. And I'm coming from a hospital. I used to work at a hospital in downtown Cincinnati, and I thought that was okay. The people were crazy there too. But this uh, senior living, this takes the cake. They crazy. I got, as of lately, I have talked to the same people. There's two main people that just are the the head people. Like If I see... I don't know what to call him. If I see this one person, he is automatically, like, oh my God, he's about to waste the next 30 minutes of my life because he wants to tell me about problems. And it's crazy. And I can't handle it. There's two of them. One is, let's call one Mitchell. The other one, Mr. Dickerson. Mitchell is the head leader of everybody. If, if someone has a complaint, they tell Mitchell. Mitchell comes down on his motor scooter and rolls down. Can I see you for a second? I'm like, No. But I have to because I'm the manager on this. So he he complains about everything. The food's not too hot. The plate's not too hot. The everything. I didn't get my sauce. Can I get two bananas? Like, oh my God. Like, okay. I mean, you could just put it on the ticket. And that's that's the main thing. They don't put it on a ticket. But anyway, 
he comes up to me because we were having this whole chicken tender thing. <laughs> Can't believe this. So we had our corporate chefs come in and they were doing a little inspection and everything. And they're like, well, uh, are you using processed chicken? I'm like, yeah, I am because it's, you know, with COVID, we can do that. We ordered it in and they're like, no, you can't, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. So what do you want me to do? He's like, yeah, you need to make that stuff fresh. I'm like, okay, no problem. So as, you know, as a manager, I'm going to order chicken tenders. However, chicken tenders cost 104 effing dollars. Oh, wow. That's, 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 that's a lot of money. And you want me to buy a chicken tender with this? And they're, you know, they're like, yeah. So initially, I'm being cheap. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm, I'm going to cut this chicken breast up and cook it. And it's still the same. Next thing you know, I got Mitchell coming down, coming down. Uh, do you want to see? I want to see you. Like, oh, man. So he comes up to me. sees me. He's like, look at this. Look at this. I said, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the freaking chicken breast cut like a chicken tender. He's like, yeah, this is unacceptable, Mike. I can't eat this stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. So I shut up, and I buy the chicken tenders. Like, you know, whatever, $104. I'm just gonna have to, we're going to have to eat this expense. So that got Mr. Mitchell off. But then Mr. Dickerson. Now, Mr. Dickerson is 100 years old. Mind you, this man is 100 years old, and he still drives when i see him going to his car i stop i'm parking my car because you ain't gonna hit my car 100 years old he still drives got his teeth i'm like god bless you however he likes to complain and take all my time as well so again we're going back to the chicken tenders because they want to argue with me about chicken tenders chicken tenders I, I, i buy the chicken tenders he comes down with the plate took a bite of it He's like, guess what? I can't. Eat. Well, hold on. Let me rewind. He's like, I can't eat this food. It's too. It's too tough. I'm like, all right. You know. You know. You're 100 years old. Do you want me to put you on mechanical diet, which is basically chopped up? That chicken tender is going to be chopped up where he can eat it. And initially, he agrees to. It. He says, Yeah, okay. Well, we'll try that. I'm all right. Cool. Get out of my face. So the very next day, he comes up. It's like with a plate full of uh, chicken tenders that's been mechanical stuff that's very tender and broken down. So I can't eat this. I can't. I can't even enjoy my food. I'm looking at him like Mr. Mr. Dickerson. You just asked for this the other day. Like, did you forget? Did you Did you forget that you wanted it this way? Uh, and he just uh, and when old people do that, they don't remember. Like, oh my god. So I'm looking at him like, what do you want us to do? Because we just went from chicken tenders to mechanical soft chicken tenders. What do you want to what, what do you want me to do? And guess what? He's like, let's go back to the regular diet. So we go back to that. Then he complains the very next day. He complains the very next day about the damn chicken tenders again. So I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? What do you want me to do? Because that's what this is the thing that no one told me about is that old people complain for no reason. They can, mo, not most. Let me let me first say that not most complain. Some. And those some are the annoying some. They drive me up the wall. But it is what it is. I signed up for this. I should ask for my mom. I should ask for more money. But 
you know, I deal with it. So the thing with Mr. Dickerson, we moved past the chicken tenders. We're we're past that. Now it's to hamburgers. He can't eat a hamburger because it's too thick. Because we make them fresh. We do that fresh. The corporate says, do you make burgers fresh? I said, absolutely. We cut the mug up. Well, I used to season them, but then it's too spicy. Salt and pepper is too spicy for these people. I didn't. I did not know there was spice in salt and pepper. Now a lot of pepper, yeah, but I don't do that. But I don't even season them now because I get too many complaints. So back to Mr. Dickerson. Mr. Dickerson complains about the burger. It's just too thick. It's too thick. I'm looking at this dude like you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. So I said. All right, um, I will make your burger. I will make it White Castle thin. And if you don't know what White Castle is, shame on you. It's a real thin, small burger. So I make, I, you know, I personally make this man a burger. Thin as a razor. And I see him in the corner eating the burger. And then I, I approach him. I say, hey, Mr. Mr. Dickerson, is your, is your burger thin? He's like, yeah. Eating. Yum, 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 yum. Eating. So I'm like, all right. Problem solved. Go away. The next day I'm off. I come back. Guess who wants to see me? Mr. Damn Dickerson. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so I was like, Mr. Dickerson, what's the problem? I'm I'm tired. What's the problem? Like, yeah, guess what? I had a burger yesterday and it was too thick. I said, <laughs> I said, what? I said, what do you want me to do, brother? I don't know what to do. Again, this goes back to them complaining. It is what it is. I signed up for this. I should have asked for more money. So he came to the conclusion, I'm not going to eat here no more for lunch. I'm just going to go to Burger King or Wendy's. I said, feel free. If that's how you feel, you can have it your way and go get it at Burger King. I mean, I'm wiping my hands with this. I'm through. I'm not doing this shit no more. So that was the end of that. Until a couple of days later, he complaining about the potato soup. I'm like, man, at this point, I just didn't care. I purposely pulled out my cell phone and acted like I was texting something just so he can get the idea. I don't care. I don't. So he's asking about the potato soup. It's like, oh, can you can you add more onions to the potato soup? <laughs> I'm looking at him like, this is what you're. This is what you're telling me about? This is what you're coming to me complaining about taking my 10, 15 minutes away to add more onions to the potato soup? He's like, well, well, I, I, I love onions. I'm like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. I said, let me look at the recipe, and I'll see what it says about onions, and then I'll add more onions. So as of now, as of this day, April 17th, I hadn't got a complaint yet. In fact, I sat him down with his little buddy friend who sits in the other kitchen, or the other dining room. And so far, I hear one complaint yet. But let me knock on this wood to hope that this uh, this is an on, this ongoing problem stops. So, yeah, that's what's going on in my life right now. So let me take a quick break and then uh, hit you with this PSA because it's very important, especially for those men out here that be stinking. Check this out, and uh, I'll get back to you in a sec. Men. It's time to stop visiting the soap section in all your grocery stores. That may sound gross, but guess what? Those bars and liquid soaps are gross. What you need to do is go to DrSquash.com. DrSquash.com offers you a natural soap that makes you, your skin, smell 
and feel great. I've been doing it for a couple months now. I got three bars of soap that I typically mess with, bay rum, spearmint basil, and alpine sage. And I will never go back to liquid soaps or bar soaps again. Go to drsquash.com, fill out a, fill out a survey to find out what, what bars of soap work for you, and thank me later. Drsquash.com, feel like a man, smell like a champion. Do you know how long it took me to do that? The reason why I did that is because, one, Dr. Squash is the heat. That is some very good stuff. And secondly, I, I, I struggle with the idea of Irish Spring liquid soap being green. Now, I get why they did it, but that is like, wait a minute. Is the Irish Springs in Ireland green now? That should be blue, if anything. But I digress. Uh, Dr. Squash is the heat. So, main topic today is online dating yeah now think about this in the perspective of an older man like me you know what i'm saying uh back in the day now not now because now it's made easy with the whole what does they got pof plenty of fish uh the other dating sites i don't i can't think of them off the top of my head it is what it is back in my day they didn't have that type of stuff they didn't have where you could easily meet somebody blah 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 so you had to go on the computer and just talk to people. So, you know, inner chat rooms and all that stuff. ASL, what's your ASL, girl? That type of stuff. <laughs> so I remember meeting two significant people. And I met the first one. Let's call her Rose. Rose was from Virginia. And Rose was a, was a skinny, petite little thing. And we talked for maybe a couple months. And she started throwing hints out like, yeah, you know, I ain't got nothing to wear and summer's coming up. I'm looking at, now remind you that I'm only a 19 year old punk. You know, I, I, I just got my credit card. I'm like, I'm cat. I'm using charge to the game, charge to the game, charge to the game. Cause I got a credit card. I'm thinking I'm hot stuff. So I'm like, yo, you know, um, um, Rose. I'm like, well, what you, what you want? You know, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm 19 years old. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, Rose, just, what do you want? So she gave me a list of clothes she wants. Size one, size two. I was like, I didn't even know they make clothes like this. I went into a store in Tri-County Mall around here, and I had never been to this store ever in my life because I'm naturally cheap. Oh, shit. I go to Champ Sports to get me some shorts, you know? So I go buy this girl $327. Why does that number ring familiar? Because I've never bought $327 worth of clothes for somebody else. Period. So I bought her the clothes and I sent her the email. Yeah, Rose. Uh, I sent her, you know, here you go. I Here's your clothes. And dumb 19-year-old me was like, I did a good job. I'm about to, you know, this is about to end up in something, in a, you know, my benefit. This is going to be something that works for me. Uh. Yeah, right. Next email is, oh, thank you for the clothes. That was the last email I ever got from her. I got played. It's cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in the past, you know, and plus, you know, whatever. But, yeah, that definitely deserves. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the last time I ever did that. I don't even do that now. You bought a shirt. How much is that shirt? <laughs> but, it, you know, it is what it is. But that was the first event. The second event was a little more, uh, <laughs> a little more in, in 
depth because this was only I was talking to Rose for maybe a couple months. The next girl I met, Violet. We talked for a whole year before something went on, and it was just like every Sunday we talk, and it was cool. It's a cool like vibe, you know what I'm saying? So she throws it out like, "Do you want to meet me?" I'm like, you know, I don't even know what you look like, but you know, I got I got a credit card. We can do this. So she said, "Yeah, I live in Red Hill, Pennsylvania." I'm like, Red Hill, Pennsylvania. Let me look this up. Where it is? I have a car. I have a license, but I've never driven out of state. So I was like, nah, I ain't, I ain't driving that. <laughs> I'm gonna get on a Greyhound. Now let's re- let's look at the tape, the table, uh, the tape. Look at the stats, <laughs> so to speak. Nineteen. I have a pager. I don't have a cell phone. I have a pager. If you know what that is, thank you. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Google's free. Uh, I have a pager. I have a credit card. I have a Walkman. I have some clothes. That's all I got. So I decide to go to Red Hill, Pennsylvania. And nobody knows I'm going to Red Hill, Pennsylvania. Nobody. I didn't even tell my moms. I say I'm going out. Of, I'm going. I'm going out. I'll be gone for a couple of days. I'm 19. I still live in her house. I should have told her where I was going. <laughs> but I'm. I'm gone. Pew. And uh, riding on a. Greyhound is the most scariest yet calmest thing you can ever do. I'm riding on a Greyhound, and the person next to me, I don't know who this person is. And he's eyeballing me. Like, oh, shit. I'm going to pretend to go to sleep because I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to happen. And by the time I wake up, it's a whole new route, a whole new, like, I don't know what time it is. But <laughs> I got <laughs> I got a Walkman with Cisco so anyway so i arrive on a thursday and uh i arrive she picks me up her and her friend i'm like you know hey how you doing blah blah blah. it's cool we met i guess some kind of you know the friend was there for just case i'm some kind of weirdo which i'm not you know this was agreed on this was talked about and uh there was nothing weird about this that was thursday friday comes around i'm like yo I'm in a hotel room. I got set up. I'm cool. She comes to visit. She brings me something to eat. We talk. We chill. And, you know, get to know each other. Blah, blah, blah. That was Friday. Saturday. Um, I call her like, hey, you know, what are we going to do today? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my parents, we got something to do. I'm not going to be able to see you all day now call her at 9 30 because i ain't ate yet let me repeat this i'm in a hotel in red hill pennsylvania i don't have a cell phone i don't have anything i'm alone in red hill pennsylvania hotel somebody can kill me if i nobody this could be the worst situation this could be on some unsolved mystery stuff and I'm freaking out. So now, and then on top of this, she says she can't see me all day. Oh, huh? So, I did anything. Hey, I'm stuck in a room all by myself. So, I, thankfully, I look out, I go outside, and it was cloudy, whatever. I 
could have called pizza. Didn't think about that for some reason. I went to the vending machines and uh, I rationed out my peanut M&Ms for the next 24 hours. Could you imagine this? Like I rationed that, some trail mix, and I had water all day. That was no problem. But I had all day to go through this. So I ate like six peanut six peanut M&Ms, four nuts, two raisins every four hours. Because I didn't know what I was going to eat. This was not y'all think it's funny. That ain't funny, man. <laughs> so on top of that, on top of that, I'm in a room by myself with MTV2. Now, MTV2 back then was just was the videos. You actually got the videos. And so uh, this one song was called Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. It played I it played every hour and 20 minutes or something like that because I watch it all the time. I watch it. And so it got to me. It got to me to a point where I felt like I was in the video. So I'm listening. It happened. I'm feeling glad. So I pushed the beds to each edge of the wall. And I'm jumping from bed to bed. It happened. Boing. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. Boing. In a bag, I'm useless. Not for long, the future is going on. Is going. Turned out to be one of my favorite songs because I heard it so much. It's still today <laughs> one of my favorite songs. I took like eight showers because I had nothing else to do. Ration out my food, jumped from bed to bed, and took eight showers. I mean, what are you supposed to do? I, I went crazy that day. So that day, Made me decide not to ever, 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 ever do anything like this. If you can't find a girl locally, don't do don't do this online stuff. This is. Could you imagine if this got worse? Could you imagine if someone knocked on our door like I'm I'm coming to get you or some bullcrap like Hey, I thought my cousin here and then they come get me. Could you imagine how bad this could have turned out? So the next day. I had to meet her parents. So let's get this straight. Saturday, you leave me in the room by myself. Sunday, I got to meet your parents. What is this? So, so we're sitting there, and it's like, you know, I'm in Red Hill, Pennsylvania. She's Caucasian. Her family's, of course, Caucasian. So I'm feeling a little, like, oh, shoot. This is going <laughs> to, I got to play my cards carefully. So we get to, hey, Mike, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. You know, how do you like Red Hill, Pennsylvania? I said, the hotel walls are great. No, it's fine. You know, it's not bad. So what are you into? I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, I'm just going to say some mild things. So, you know, don't sign no, no cars off. Yeah, I uh, enjoy hiking, biking, you know, the good old hunting, hunting. Like, yeah, well, what else? I was like, yeah, I'm into wrestling. He's like, you're into wrestling. He got, he got excited. I'm like, uh-oh. So it's like, who's your favorite wrestler? Now, if you know me, it's The Rock. But, you know, right now I'm trying to play. T- I, I'm the visitor. I'm trying to play. Well, I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like, you like Stone Cold Steve Austin? I said, hell yeah. He's like, oh, my God, I love Stone Cold. Well, who else do you like? I said, I do like the Nation of Domination, but I'm not going to say that right about now. I said, man, you like DX? He's like, oh, shoot, I love DX. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? I'm like, oh, shit, that's I mean, that's Hulk Hogan. I can say that and not get a pass, but I'm like, the ultimate warrior when he comes down and shakes the ropes, like, oh my God. So now I think the dad likes me because I've listed all these people that I don't like in wrestling, but he thinks I like him. So I'm like, all right. I mean, I watch wrestling. So I know what's going on as far as that. 
But, you know, I was a rock guy. I was like, hey, I don't want to make a mad say I like the rock and the nation of domination. Next thing you know, I'm stuck in Red Hill, Pennsylvania with a, on a case of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> so, the last day I'm there, I'm like, yo, this was the worst experience in, in my life when it comes to doing something like this. This was ridiculous. This is, this is, this is something I never want to do again. So, the last day, she is bawling her eyes out. I'm like, why, why the hell are you crying? Because I was stuck in the room all day by myself with rationed out M&Ms and peanuts and raisins. Why are you crying? He's like, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> crying. I'm like, oh, my God. So as soon as my bus came around, I was like, yo, I got to go. I'm like, sorry. It's been fun. No, it hasn't. Get on the bus, crying, crying. To this day, I don't understand why she was crying so much. But it is what it is. So I get home. She's like, yo, I had a good time. Back on web TV. He's like, yo, I had a good time. She's like, yo, can I come to Ohio? I said, don't you ever email me again. Do you understand? I was stuck in a room all day by myself listening to Clint Eastwood and the gorillas. I rationed out food so I could survive. And you want to talk about coming down here? Don't you ever. Come down here. No, no, no. And that was the last message I ever got from her. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what do, you, what do you mean? So, that's the end of the topic. What do you mean you can't find somebody? Don't. What, you can find somebody. Trust me. You don't need the internet to do this. this it was absolutely ridiculous. Don't ever do online dating. Find you somebody local. As you can see, that's not going to leave you in a hotel. And then come after you with a chainsaw. Well, I mean, I thought that was going to happen, but thankfully that didn't happen. So, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. And that's it. That is the first episode of the WDYM podcast. What do you mean you left me in a room in Red Hill, Pennsylvania, all by myself all day? You did not. <laughs> you did not just do that to me. Well, that's it. That is all. And, uh, that's a wrap. That's the first episode. And yeah, uh, of course things will change, the topics will change and all that stuff. But let me get let me get comfortable with this idea because it's very new and all that stuff. With that being said, give me a round of applause because I finished my first episode. Thank you for listening. It's been fun. I'm your host, Michael Gillespie, and I'm out. Peace. Peace.